أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين The ayat Maliki Yawm al-Din we had discussed briefly one further point in this is that many a times person wonders that is he toiling and struggling in dunya what is going to be the outcome of this so this is the very important motivator that dunya is a very small place just as dunya is not a place where the full recompense of even the wrong takes place likewise the good that a person does even that dunya cannot encompass the reality of that recompense dunya a very small fraction of the barakat of that will come but the full recompense of that is in the akhirat maliki yawmiddin allah taala is the master of the day of recompense allah will recompense the person who has been making an effort who has been working hard who has been toiling and struggling against his nafs against the attacks of shaitan and it seemed endless and it seemed just like it's not going to finish off when will this but the point is when a person has this iman this yaqeen that dunya is not the end of everything dunya is just a passing phase the real place where the recompense will take place is the akhirat so then he now will not be demotivated by anything he will continue with whatever his efforts are if a person is working in some place and the work is very strenuous it's probably working out in the sun maybe and he's toiling very hard and he's sweating it out the whole day somebody sees him and they try to now save him from all this difficulty and hardship they tell him rather just come and relax here under this shade leave all this very heavy work but if he is being paid very very well for this he is being paid a very big salary for whatever that work might be so he tells him that you relax i don't mind undertaking all this though i am sweating it out here and you sitting in the shade but you can carry on sitting in the shade i am enjoying doing what i'm doing yes it's tough work but end of the month i will see the benefit of this work that i'm doing so because that end of the month the payday is now in front of him he understands what that payday means this toiling the struggling is not going to be going to in vain at the end of the day it will be all well worth it so now he doesn't matter and if somebody tries to stop him from it he will become offended he will take uh, steps to now get this person out of his way because this person is becoming an obstacle in earning what he will earn at the end of the month so now the month is still far away it's still the first week of the month he cannot yet uh, have any access to that 
what he has already worked for but he's not interested in that he knows it's coming end of the month he's working hard for it so every day every rakat we are reminding ourselves maliki yawmiddin allah taala is the master of the day of recompense this dunya what can this dunya really uh, contain and what it can really encompass from the recompense of the good that the person the reward of the good that he will get in akhirat just to understand it in the light of just one amal and this too is a farz alal kifaya it is not even farz ain the amal of janaza salah the person who attends a janaza and he is part of the janaza salah in the hadith sharif it is mentioned that he gets rewarded with one qirat now one qirat nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam then explained that one qirat is equivalent to mount uhud and then he remains until the burial and then returns he gets rewarded with two qirat now this is just one amal the amal of salatul janaza and this is the reward mountains full of reward so what can be expected and understood from all the other amal provided it is done with ikhlas and sincerity it's done in the way that allah taala becomes pleased allah taala's rewards are beyond our comprehension therefore the jannat that allah has promised for the righteous servants aadatul ibadi as-salihin that jannat which allah has prepared for his pious servants that too is beyond imagination it is mala ainun ra'at wala udhunun sami'at wala khatar ala qalbi bashar allah taala in the hadith qudsi allah taala says that it is such a jannat which no eye has seen no ear has heard of and no heart can even imagine and try to fathom what are the bounties of jannat all about so that mujahada that is now being made in dunya to expect now that when will i see the fruit of this in dunya that is now forgetting about maliki yawmiddin it's forgetting about the day of recompense now you want to see the fruit of it in dunya so we have forgotten that this is a place of work Yes Allah Taala's grace his mercy his kindness that Allah Taala showers down his barakat and blessings even in dunya but dunya is not the place for it really that is just a little bit of the minor benefit of the entire recompense the real recompense is in the akhirat so therefore sometimes people become little uh, concerned that i am doing this for so long and i can't see anything happening yet so what are we waiting to see to happen what is it that we are waiting to see to happen we have to see to it that what we are supposed to do we are doing that to the extent that if a person doesn't seem to find really any thing in his heart happening which many a person now sometimes says but my heart just doesn't seem to be feeling anything so that is a very big misconception that we have made feelings the mabud we have made feelings the deity that i must feel something out of this some kind of ecstasy some kind of joy some kind of yes sometimes these things are granted to a person but that is not the maqsood and neither does it mean without that there's any deficiency the issue is the amal is a person doing what he is required to do is engaging in the amal he is fulfilling it as he is supposed to fulfill it he is obeying allah taala's commands in all the different facets of life but that's the progress itself 
and the fruit of that progress that will be seen on the day of Qiyamah that Allah Ta'ala rewards the person for all his efforts so this is a very important aspect to always bear in mind and therefore to recite this consciously every day, every salah, every rakat we are reciting Maliki Yawmiddin to bring all this to mind this dunya is not the end of it this akhirat coming see and akhirat is the place of the recompense we will keep asking for afiyat asking Allah Ta'ala's protection and safety but even if there is some other halat that come then that too the mujahada, the sabr etc is not in vain they also a person has to bear in mind maliki yawmiddin the hikmat of Allah Ta'ala we cannot fathom we submit we ask for afiyat we make efforts to improve whatever our situation is but we submit to Allah Ta'ala and just as that's the positive side of things likewise on the negative side in the sense that if some harm came to a person or somebody did him down somebody caused some problem for him somebody hurt him so that too is not the sabr that he made upon that is not gone in vain he'll get rewarded for all that as discussed earlier this is what the mind has to be engaged on this is now dunya is a small place I rather take the reward of the akhirat the reward of the akhirat this what little dunya is it cannot compare to that so a person who keeps this in front of him all the time he will be composed in all the halat as well he will be composed sometimes people write these kind of things I've been making dua for so long and I'm making all these amal I'm performing the salatul haja I'm punctual by tahajjud but so long nothing has happened so in other words Allah Ta'ala is now obligated to show me some result now here in dunya I've done so much for Allah Ta'ala na'uzubillah so I've done so much for Allah Ta'ala why am I not seeing the result yet so to start off with what have we done for Allah Ta'ala Allah is not in need of anything of us Allah is our creator He's our khalik He's our malik and Allah Ta'ala is the creator of the entire universe Allah needs nobody and nothing we've done nothing for Allah Ta'ala all the amal and the ibadat and everything that we do really we cannot repay one ni'mad like, let alone one ni'mad one fraction of one ni'mad the repayment if you want to call it that of one drop of water that too we cannot repay anything so everything that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the countless blessings whatever challenges they are that cannot equate to one fraction of the blessings that Allah has blessed us with yes we will ask for afiyat but never that we think we have done so much so now why am I not seeing any result in fact this is what has been mentioned in the Hadith Sharif Allah Ta'ala accepts the dua of a person malam yasta'jil as long as he does not become hasty Nabi Karim explained what is being hasty that he starts saying that I am making dua for so long and my dua is not being answered then that dua does not get answered but he remains steadfast dua itself is an ibadat he continues with this ibadat a very great ibadat and he begs Allah Ta'ala's help inshallah he will see the benefit of that in one of the various ways in which duas are accepted Allah Ta'ala put his special servants through some such situations that serves as an inspiration and likewise a consolation 
for those who would come for the people till qiyamah person in any kind of difficulty hardship so for such a person allah taala presented the example of his special servant sayyidina ayub ali salatu wasalam that a person going through any extent of halat he should look into the life of sayyidina ayub ali salatu wasalam and what challenges what difficulties what tests what trials he endured and with what sabr he endured it and one will realize that whatever halat whatever conditions whatever difficulties one may be experiencing is not even a fraction does not equate to one iota of what sayyidina ayub ali salatu wasalam endured and in all that he did not waver one bit he did not waver one slight bit it is mentioned in one riwayat that once his wife asked him that make dua that allah taala removes this difficulty so he asked in return that how many years had first passed without any of these difficulties so it was cannot remember the number exactly but perhaps 80 years so said 80 years or 40 years was it that we didn't have any of these things now not even 40 years have passed and you asking me to make dua that this must get uplifted i'm feeling shy to do this in other words i enjoyed 40 years of this comfort and ease and now some little bit halat came and i'm asking ya allah take it away now that was ayub ali salam's maqam we should make dua ya allah save us from all the halat from the trials of the test remove the difficulties but this is the point of inspiration and the consolation at the same time the hadith sharif is mentioned ashaddun nasi balaan al anbiya thumma al amsal fal amsal the kareem salam says that those who are tested the most those who are tested the most are the anbiya alayhi wasalam and thereafter those who are closest to them they are tested the most thereafter and then those who are closest in other words those who are closest to allah taala they end up in the greatest tests so this is maliki yawmiddin again bringing us to the same thing that the person is the closest to allah taala and he is being going through such situations difficulties hardships so yes that is a situation that's a test but the day of recompense is coming that sabr that mujahada that steadfastness that tafweez and turning and submitting oneself to allah tbarak wa taala that rada bil qada that being pleased with the decree of allah taala while at all that time asking for afiyat in the incident when nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam went to taif and invited the people and they treated him very very harshly very badly and persecuted him stoned him to the extent that his mubarak body was covered in blood and after nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam left in this very pitiful condition and found some refuge in one garden he turned to allah tbaraka wa taala in dua and in that dua one line of that dua illam yakun bika alayya sakhatun fala ubali and all this that has happened have been treated in such a harsh manner i've been hurt in such a terrible way i was stoned first was all the emotional abuse the jeering the mocking putting the children to mock and jeer and this wasn't just the mu'arikhin right the authors of the sirat right that there was a long distance there was a long distance in which these people lined up 
And as Nabi Karim is walking and they are stoning him, they are jeering him, they are mocking him, and after all this he comes and finds refuge in this garden and he turns to Allah Ta'ala. And among in that very, very heart moving dua, Allahumma inni ashku ilayka basi wa quwati wa hawani ala nas. In that one line is, Illam yakun bika alayya sakhatun fala ubali. Allah, whatever has happened, has happened. But Ya Allah, if you are not displeased with me, Ya Allah, if you are not displeased with me, then all this doesn't bother me. But, غَيْرَ أَنَّ عَافِيَتَكَ هُوَ أَوْسَعُولِي But Ya Allah, I beg for your afiyat at the same time. That if you are not displeased, the pinnacle of everything is the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. And Ya Allah, if you are pleased with me, and if you are pleased that this halat has, despite this, you are still pleased with me, Allah, I am also pleased. Then I am not bothered and concerned about what was done for me, what kind of harsh treatment I received, what kind of difficulties were heaped upon me. Because Ya Allah, if you are pleased with me, then the day of judgment is made for me. And nevertheless in dunya we are insan. So Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us at the same time in the same line, غَيْرَ أَنَّ عَافِيَتَكَ هِيَ أَوْسَعُولِي Ya Allah, I seek your afiyat. That is what is also something I seek. Allah grant me afiyat. So, Maliki Yawmiddin is just three words, but these three words this encompasses oceans of knowledge in it, and it has so much in it for us, provided we reflect upon it, we think about what is the impact of this message Allah Ta'ala is giving us, that in dunya a lot of things will happen. A lot of things will happen in dunya. That person will be able to find that energy to do the good, who has akhirat in front of him. That this is not gone in just in the air, it's not just in vain. This toiling is for Allah Ta'ala and Allah is the master of the day of recompense. The sabr, the sabr on any doing any righteous deeds, the sabr that is required. So the person makes that sabr, waking up early in the morning for fajr perhaps, in a very early summer's morning or in the cold winter's morning or the person now is very tired at the time of Isha but he didn't fall asleep, he waited, performed his Isha Salah. The person who had to now bear tremendous amount of pressure on his heart and make the mujahada and not give in to the haram desire of casting some lustful glance. Now that sabr that he's making at that time, he has Yawmiddin in front of him. But this is not in vain. The day of Qiyamah is coming, Allah will reward me. So now when he has this in front of him, that the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala is the ultimate, I need to do what has to be done to please my Allah and Qiyamah, Allah will reward me. So therefore then all this becomes easy for him and likewise everything else to undertake what Allah wants from us, that becomes very easy, rather it starts becoming pleasurable. So in the words, there's very few words, three words, Maliki Yawmiddin, but it makes a person's dunya and akhirat if he keeps it in front of him all the time that this dunya is a very temporary place, akhirat is the place that we have to now look towards and work for. Thereafter Allah Ta'ala says, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ Allah, you alone do we worship and you alone do we seek assistance from. So again, the praises that we already extolled at the beginning of the surah, that requires that Allah alone be worshipped so therefore now we affirm that, that Ya Allah we worship you alone. This too is part of the praise of Allah Ta'ala. 
and then is a dua yakanastain is a dua already ya allah you alone do we seek help from so it's a dua ya allah we need your help so a person has to have this in his heart when he is reciting iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'in that i am saying ya allah you alone do i seek assistance from because everything will happen only with the will of allah taala so now i need to have this deep down in my heart that i need to turn to allah taala for everything 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 simply everything whether that pertains to something of dunya obviously even for our deen and for our progress in deen for our istiqamat in deen for everything we have to turn to allah taala alone it's only allah taala's help only his mercy his kindness when he grants it only then it will happen without his blessing without his granting it nobody can do anything the giver is allah taala alone one person came to ask harun rashid for some help he said give me some help i need it i need to go for hajj harun rashid replied to him and said that uh, if you are asking for help to go for hajj then either you have the money or you don't have the money if you don't have the money it is not even farz on you it is not on farz on you you don't need to ask anybody to give you help to go for hajj because not farz on you and if it is farz on you then you have the money to go you shouldn't be asking anybody anything so this person responded and said that i didn't come to ask you for any fatwa i came to ask you for some help i do you know give it or don't give it then on a occasion the same person or the same person said look i'm asking for the help if you give it then fallahu huwal mu'ti wa antal mashkur if you give it in reality the giver is allah alone allah gave it but allah gave it via you so i will be grateful to you also because we have been commanded to be grateful to the means as well but the real giver is allah alone wa in mana'ta fal mani'u huwa allah wa antal ma'zur and if you refuse in reality it's allah who has withheld it so allah has withheld it you are excused so the giver is allah alone everything is from allah tbaraka wa taala so this is what we have to keep reaffirming very consciously every rakat that we recite surah al-fatiha ya allah you alone do we worship our entire life our ibadat ibadat is not confined to some acts only the entire life of a person is part of ibadat everything has to be submitted and he has to become subservient to allah taala in every matter of life ان سيك اسسنس من الله تبارك وتعالى الله تعالى يجيب الصفيق واخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله